Welcome to the Chaos to Clarity Show, where we help entrepreneurs unlock the next level of growth. I'm your host, Gary, CEO and co-founder of Whale, an online knowledge sharing and training platform for SMBs. In this show, we focus on actionable advice to 10x your business in just 10 minutes with been there, done that experts from across the globe. Hi, everyone. With me on the show today is Alex Duma from SaaS Talk. How are you doing today, Alex? Yeah, doing really great. Uh, great to be here, Gary. Thanks for inviting me on the show. Definitely. So give us some context, Alex. Um, give us your 30-second second intro on what your business is, what the problem it is, and, and how you solve it. Yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, thanks. So I'm the CEO and founder of SaaS Talk. SaaS Talk helps SaaS founders and, and SaaS startups really grow their businesses to, to 10 million ARR is our kind of real sweet spot where we, we really help the most. We do that through our events, our conferences, uh, our media, all the content that we put out, you know, uh, the, the podcasts, the blogs, etc. We've been running for seven years and our memberships, which is a fairly kind of newer product uh, as well. So really kind of three products to really help SaaS founders grow their businesses and grow them faster. Awesome. So you know that on this show, we like to talk about one item, one learning, a golden nugget, if you will, of business advice that you can share with the audience. Uh, what do you have for us today? So I thought today I would talk about uh, five steps to building a community. I think uh, community is a super hot topic. Uh, probably more so, I would say, in the last sort of like two years, I, I would have seen that where SaaS companies are really looking to build communities or acquire communities, uh, and they're just kind of figuring out their way of how to do that for their personas and so on. So uh, I thought I'd do that because I've been building community for seven years, but actually the, the recent attempt, there was a lot of learnings. It was quite different, and uh, there's some good stuff to share, failures and successes. So. All right. Well, this is definitely a topic I'm interested in as well. So I'll be I'll be taking close notes while you while you talk about the next item, which is what are those five steps? What is that learning that you've gone through and that our audience can can use to develop their own communities? Yeah, good stuff. So step one, and and, and this is where we had some big learnings on surprisingly, but who is the target market, right? Before you do anything, who is your target market? Who is your ICP? Now, if we look at SaaS stock over the years, and we've kind of really come from creating content uh, to the conference, which I think like 2019, we had like 3,000 attendees from you know, 74 different countries. Those that attend our conferences uh, and also listen and consume our content are founders, their executive teams and investors. So when we went through COVID and we kind of pivoted to <clears throat> online and where we wanted to come up with a membership product, we thought, well, these are our three customers, founders, execs, and investors. Uh, so we then went to build a, uh, a membership platform you know, on top of an app. Uh, we called it Sasok Engage, and it was for all of these personas. And in fact, actually, when we launched it, we had 10 different personas in there. It included like consultants and CFOs and CMOs and everything. So it was kind of everything to everybody. And then what happened? Like, you know, because there was only like a few people like on some personas and so on, uh, you know, it wasn't really the most engaging. And then I think like founders, they didn't want necessarily investors on there or salespeople on there because they didn't want to be sold to and they've all got different problems and so on and so forth. So we learned uh, very, very quickly that there's too many personas that we really kind of need to target onto one. 
Uh, so we then pivoted what is now the SaaS.Founder founder membership, where it's only for founders that are on their journey from zero to 10 million ARR, a very specific uh, on that. If you're an investor, you can't join. If you're a consultant, you can't join. And, and that has worked, has really kind of nailing it down on that one persona. Who's to know in the future whether we you, you know, create you know, new things for new personas? But for right now, and when we start, you know, that, was, uh, that was a big learning for us. All right. What's step two? Step two is purpose, right? Uh, why are you doing it? What is the purpose? Uh, why, do, why would people care? Why, why would they join, right? What is the bigger thing? You know, the Simon Sinek thing everybody does. You, you know, it's not what you do, it's why you do it, right? Mm -hmm. So purpose is once you've got the ICP, that's the kind of the next thing. And we have to ask our question, you know, why are we all coming together? And for us, we kind of looked at this and it's a couple of things, but they're all related, right? So we want to help founders overcome the odds, right? To build a business, but any, most startups fail, right? I think everybody knows this, but actually what people might be surprised is that only 4% of startups get past 1 million in revenue, right? Mm. It's quite a low number. And again, so those that do it, you know, they're part of that 4% club. To get to 10 million in revenue, you're going to be part of the 0.4% club. These are like alarming odds. So we want to help yeah. founders overcome these odds. We don't want you to discourage you. <laughs> it's a great achievement. It's a hard thing to do to get to 10 million in revenue. You know, I'm still trying and I'm, I'm not part of the 0.4% the club yet. Uh, but so we want to over help people overcome the odds. We want to make the journey less lonely. It's tough like when you're a founder. I think a lot of people listening can relate to that. It can be very lonely at times. I can relate to that. So it's a problem that I've experienced that I want to help solve by you know, creating a group and a peer group uh, of others mm. that are going to help each other get to 10 million ARR faster. Uh, and we also then have this kind of almost like, if that's not a big enough kind of purpose, we want to help a thousand founders get to 10 million in revenue within the next few years. So putting that mm. together, we can articulate this message uh, and there's a true purpose there. And every day, you know, this is why we do what we do. Um, and hopefully that people can understand that and, and see that we've got a passion for that. And if you don't have a purpose, then uh, they, you know, don't do it. I, I can definitely relate to the, to the loneliness part of, um, I recently was a guest on another podcast and I talked about all the struggles a, a startup goes through and that we, we kind of get overwhelmed with all of the huge series A and B and C and all the success stories and becoming a unicorn in, in like two years time. Uh, and, and it feels like that's the majority of the stories that you read about while the most of us are struggling and it's a challenge and it's one challenge after the other. And that sense of like belonging that you mentioned is definitely, I feel like something a lot of startups and even scale-ups could, could use. So, um, or awesome, yeah. awesome tip. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, just to jump on that, but like, you're right. I mean, TechCrunch and all these other publications, they're only going to publish the fact that mm. somebody's raised 200 million and is now a unicorn, right? But they're not going to publish the story about the, the guy or girl that's been building a business for 15 years and yeah. is at 3 million in revenue and they have yeah. all these problems. It, I mean, it's probably as interesting, if not more interesting, mm. for, for everybody else. But it just doesn't make the news. And it's all about, like, how much have you raised? How fast are you mm. growing? Are you a unicorn or not? That's what people read. And, and it's mm. quite dispir dispiriting, I think, you know, sometimes. For the, the rest of us, like we do celebrate the successes, but you, you know we only see those stories, and that's something that would be nice to change, right? 
Uh, absolutely. All right. So we've got step one, define a target market, ICP. Step two, make sure you've got a clearly defined purpose. What's step three? Step three, it's, sort of like, it's kind of two things. There's two parts to it, but it's really about platform and, and technology. So I think a learning was that, first of all, the platform and technology was not the important thing. Initially, we built the first product around this being an app and this being a membership and it's on an app and everybody's going to come to the app and we've got this tech and, you know, isn't that great and, and sort of wonderful. But actually, people don't really care about the app. They didn't care about the technology. They care about <clears throat> themselves and the problems that they have. And, you, you know, coming together with that kind of group of people. So we actually then sort of made that mistake because we kind of went down this rabbit hole about look you know build the shiny app thing and and that's not what people wanted and and i did and actually like in, in my sort of research when i was trying to figure out the problems and i spoke to other communities i saw that some very very successful communities they didn't have any tech they, they were just they, there was no tech like you, you know they were they had some third-party stuff but they hadn't really kind of like built anything and uh, they were just really you know, essentially using things like slack to you, you mm -hmm. know kind of like together uh, and which then kind of goes into that second part that you you will need something you know uh, uh, have the community sort of engage and stay together uh, and whatever you kind of choose generally choose a platform where people already are right so if they're already on slack like which a lot of people are the people will know that it would be easy for them to kind of switch between you know slack kind of profiles if uh, whatsapp people are on whatsapp Facebook, arguably, right? But, you know, people are already on these, these platforms. But if you pick a technology that they've never heard before, you then have to change behavior, which mm. is then giving yourself like a real challenge, you, you know, to kind of overcome. So, yeah, just platform. It, the membership is not dependent, you know, on the platform. People don't join because of the tech that you use. But the tech will enable engagement and you have to look at where people already are. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's actually true to like most products. We tend to focus way too much on technology while it's the impact that it creates, which is way more important than the shiny tech parts of, of your offering. So awesome advice. Do you have a, another step for us? Yeah, I think the next one really is, is about sort of the, 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 how do you grow it? And uh, what are the things that you need to do to, to grow it? I think uh, a, a good learning there, and, it, and it, obviously you've got to get the initial members, right? But I think once you, you've got these initial members, you have to kind of remind them that actually it, it's not just like up to us for member recruitment. You would say largely, it probably, it probably is. But in order for the, the, the purpose to be achieved, right, in order for the group to grow, in order for them to get more value, they need to help with the member recruitment. So then you have to activate the members to to help grow the, the community. And if you can't do that, you're really going to struggle. So you obviously have to add value to them. They have to get behind the purpose. And then you have to activate and support them with, you know, materials and things to do. And if they're bought into it, then, you know, they will help grow. And you could arguably, and there are cases of, of communities and memberships out there, they don't have sales teams. They don't have much marketing, but they have their communities growing it, you know, for themselves. There's a word of mouth. There's almost a, everybody's drinking the Kool-Aid and, you know, almost a cult-like feel. So you can get to that part, but really, yeah, you want to kind of look to how can you get to that point where members are driving the recruitment for you. 
So uh, that would be step four, uh, for sure. Okay, great. Uh, there's one more, I guess. Oh, yeah, the one more. I mean, it, it's sort of relating to the members, but just don't forget to celebrate like your your members, and especially probably starting with you, you know your champions. You know the the most engaged, the most active, the most supportive members. Shout them out, celebrate them, put them on social media, do blog posts on them, invite them on podcasts, help them in any way that you can. They will be grateful for that. It, it does also kind of help, you know, from the marketing side of things, you know, as well. But really value those members that are kind of really the most active, engaged and supportive uh, and put them in the spotlight. And I think with that, that sort of concludes the five steps. And these are kind of quite simple, but, you, you know, sort of like high level, uh, I would say, like pillars to, to building uh, a, a successful community. That's that's awesome. Would you say all these steps, all these learnings apply to whether you're building a community with clients, with partners, with leads? Would you say all of these apply or are there differences? Yes. So I, th I think whatever community you're building, all, all of these apply. Uh, I wouldn't advise on building too many communities. I would focus on <laughs> building one community. Don't give yourself too much to do. I think what we see, maybe this is like just a, a final kind of like sixth learning, is mm. that community building uh, is very difficult. It's very hard. And to get it off the ground, it's very similar to podcasts, right? People start a podcast because everybody else is doing it. Mm. Uh, and then they give up after a few months because they realize they're not getting any traction, right? I've been doing a podcast for seven years. And for the first year, I only got like 100 listeners per episode. And then it grew and it grew and, you know, it, it compounds. It's a long-term thing. Building a community is also quite difficult and it's not going to be an overnight success. What I also see is that, you know, especially specifically SaaS companies, they create a community, they've got an idea, everybody's doing it, so we do it. Uh, two months later, nobody's engaging. This is quite hard work. We were actually in the business of building, you know, software. So this is a distraction. And then they stop. But so, like, if you're going to do it, and I recommend that you do do it, like go in it for the long haul don't give up after two months um uh, so yeah awesome so to to summarize today we talked about community building five steps are to first define your target markets make sure you've got an icp in mind for whom you're building a community second have a clear purpose on what you're trying to achieve with that community and with that audience three Pick a platform and technology, but make sure to engage people where they already are. Don't get stuck up on that new shiny object, which is technology. Step four, make sure to activate and support your members to grow your community. So rely on them and make sure they have everything to actually grow it with you. And step five, celebrate your champions. Um, make sure that you highlight them. And I think step six was actually a bonus one you shared at the end. This is a long-term commitment. Community ta building takes time. So make sure you're in it for the long haul. But in the end, it will all be worth it. Alex, thank you so much for sharing these super valuable tips. Um, thank you for being on the show. And talk to you next time. Yeah, great, uh, great to be here. Thanks very much. If you love the show, please pass it on or go to iTunes to leave a review to help other founders unlock growth in their business. For more resources, go to usewhale.io. Until next time.